This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Families are getting smaller. And no, I don't mean getting less tall. More people are stopping after having just one kid. It's a reflection of the time, and it's the basis of an article in this week's edition of McLean's Magazine on AMI-audio. Here's a clip from the article read by Michael Weil. The most recent census data showed that single-child families are the most common type of Canadian family with kids, making up 45% of households, compared to 38% with two kids and 17% with three or more. On a domestic level, the rise of one and done is reconfiguring the layout of family dinner tables. On a population level, it's driving the trend toward lower birth rates. In 2022, Canada hit a record fertility low of 1.33 births per woman. That's a huge drop from 15 years ago. Don Dickinson is the content curator of McLean's Magazine on AMI-audio. Hey, good morning, Don. Hello there, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well today. Really interesting article, and it's actually quite relatable to a lot of people around my age and their experiences. So what are some of the factors behind the idea of one and done? Well, Dave, I think a lot of us know that uh, adults are <laughs> today are having fewer children because they start later. Uh, a lot of them are starting much, much later. Working women especially put off parenting to meet the high demands of professional success and sometimes end up with one and done whether they like it or not. Obviously, you know, if you start your career in your 20s and you want to build that career, uh, sometimes it takes a while. So, you know, by the time you get around to thinking about kids, it might be be that you only have a choice of one and done. Mm-hmm. That short clip shared a little bit of statistical context. What are some of the other data points that show the trend as the norm? Well, you know, <laughs> this really surprised me. Um, Canada is on the cusp of a group uh, that the that they're calling the lowest low countries. Um, Basically, that includes Italy, which is uh, replacing their population at 1.3 children, Spain at 1.3, Singapore at 1.05, and Hong Kong at 0.87. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of factors, uh, as I say, you know, the age factor, the demographic factor, the cost of housing, affordable housing, childcare, all the rest of it. But really, when it comes right down to it, you know, we're starting later. Um, the economy is is tough right now. Uh, you know, parents are finding it, and and of course, childcare. This is why it's such a big thing, a big push right now with, um, you know, the uh, the cost of childcare because, uh, you know, h- h- how do you do it if if you don't have help? 
and you don't have and you don't have the extended families that we used to have you know yeah that goes back to some of the multi-generational living stuff that you and i have addressed a few times here in this segment as well that just how yeah how, how do you make it work it's, again i this is not strictly a toronto show or strictly a vancouver show or strictly a big city show but when you're talking about one bedroom condos going for six hundred and fifty thousand dollars or seven hundred thousand dollars how on earth is somebody supposed to start a family I, you know i get that maybe sometimes the standard of living is a little different than it was say a hundred years ago where you could have six people in 600 square feet but uh you know things have uh, changed a little bit so don the the shift here the shift that's becoming the trend that's becoming a norm what are the implications of smaller family sizes well, there's a lot of implications, but of course, you know, you don't need a crystal ball to see the impact of smaller families on the country. Uh, like many countries in the in the world, Canada's safety net is based on the presumption of deposits far outnumbering withdrawals when it comes to social services, you know, CPP and all the rest of it, right? Um, so when it when you think about it, I mean, um, way back in the day. Uh, for the universal pension plan was instituted um, in 1952 during the big baby boom. Uh, in 1966, there were 7.7 working age individuals for every senior. Today, Dave, that's 3.4. The ratio will mm. reach 2.1 mm. in the next decade. Federal spending on elder care will soar from the current rate of 2.7% of GDP to 3.2. So really, it comes down to the fact that there's going to be many, well, much fewer and fewer and fewer people contributing and uh i don't know about you dave but i don't want that to be happening <laughs> uh, i mean i might be i might be too far away from ever getting a cpp paycheck at this point that i've got to uh, carve my own path don i got i got i got 20 i got 25 years to figure that out and hey the oceans and sharks and black widow spiders are coming for me in the meantime so who knows if i'll even make it uh, that far oh dear dave <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a dark it's a dark thursday don hey don i mean there was a 27 degree swing yesterday yesterday in seven hours in Toronto. It threw me for a loop. I'm a little loopy today. Yeah, no kidding. Yesterday was something else, <laughs> oh wasn't it? Oh my gosh. Hey, you're a, you're a puppy owner. You know all about that outside life. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> Don, let's go to uh, the world of public health because the next article is all about invasive strep A, not your average strep throat infection with quite a few side effects. Don, why is this form of strep becoming a growing concern? Well, I hadn't even uh, heard about this, Dave, but it turns out that microbiologists are warning of a global spike in aggressive, sometimes life-threatening infections related to the bacteria that causes strep throat. In Canada, 327 cases of invasive uh, uh, strep A were reported between August 2022 and February um, the 11th, nearly 100 more than average. And these infections happen when the bacteria enters the skin muscle tissue or bloodstream and proliferates to cause dangerous condition, conditions like toxic shock syndrome. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, a really aggressive uh, form of it. So I, I think you laid it out there a little bit, but scratch a little deeper on how it differs, how strep A infections differ from your typical strep throat. Well, um, 
basically this what this is called is a streptococcal infection okay so it's caused by the same bacteria that causes strep throat um uh, you know and i mean strep throat i mean everybody who's had kids knows what strep throat is right i mean, I mean even even adults even adults get that well, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I mean, kids particularly, because it, it affects them a lot, it causes fever and swollen tonsils and lymph nodes in the neck that get swollen. And it can be cured pretty easily with antibiotics. So, uh, but not so much with this other case. It's, uh, it's a little more advanced. And as I say, it can get under the skin and into uh, muscle tissue and cause a great deal of damage. What are doctors and researchers saying about long-term effects? Well, <laughs> another terrible thing that it causes is necrotizing fasciitis, which basically kills your tissues, okay? Mm -hmm. um, there are cases where a surgeon had to come in and remove tissue or even a limb to stop these advanced infections. It can be very aggressive, and it also can attack organs, internal organs. Um, it can lead to uh, streptococcal toxic shock syndrome, a hyperinflation reaction that can be fatal, and even believe it or not, meningitis in some cases. Oh, my goodness. All right, Don, that's enough fear-mongering. Let's uh, close the book <laughs> on this one. Don, thank you for this. Have a lovely weekend. Oh, okay, Dave, take care. That's, bye -bye. Don, that's Don Dickinson, the content curator of McLean's Magazine on AMI-audio, which airs weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-audio, unless, of course, you are listening to me right now on the mighty airwaves of amiplus.ca. Coming up after the break, there is a new affordable housing initiative in London, Ontario. Brian Orr from PHSS tells you about it. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.